Graham Webb has worked as a zoologist in northern Australia for four decades, and he says that to understand the situation with saltwater crocodiles today, you have to know some history. Back around 1950, Darwin was a small town in the heart of crocodile country, and the animals they had no protection. Nobody cared about crocodiles. Obviously, they were just vermin. They were pests. In fact, killing crocodiles provided people with income. The animals were sold and turned into things like handbags and shoes. Between 1946 and about 1958, something like 80,000 skins went out. And then the hunting just kept on going. With so many saltwater crocodiles being killed, their population plummeted. By the 1970s, the animals were in danger of extinction in Australia, so the government banned hunting and the export of crocodile products. Webb says these measures were implemented to conserve the animals as an economic resource, not because there was some newfound love of crocodiles. But the public didn't object to protecting the animals. It was a bit like saying, "Do you want to protect the unicorns or something?" Because there were so few crocodiles. Around, but today things are very different. Jennifer Cunningham is a ranger with the Government Wildlife Agency in Australia's Northern Territory. She says the protection efforts work so well that there are now just as many crocodiles in and around Darwin as there are people. A hundred thousand of each. We are living with crocodiles more than ever before. The population of Darwin has grown. The rural area of Darwin has spread right into crocodile territory. And as you can imagine, that can be dangerous. Just how dangerous became clear in 2009. An 11-year-old girl named Bryony Goodsell was swimming in a rural part of Darwin, in a spot her parents and grandparents had told her was safe, when she was killed by a crocodile. Other people had died before, but the death of this little girl, so close to the population center in this part of Australia, hit residents hard. Cunningham shows me the official government report investigating Goodsell's death. It says we must face the reality that dangerous man-eating animals live amongst us, not just in the outback, but in populated areas of Darwin. And so the government launched a new effort to help people live safely with crocodiles. It's called Be Crocwise, and Cunningham helps lead it. She works to educate those at greatest risk—fishermen, indigenous communities, and children. On a recent Friday, Cunningham visited Humpty Doo Primary School in rural Darwin. She stood before a room filled with third and fourth graders. What I'm here for today is to talk to you about crocodiles and crocodile safety. This school is where 11-year-old Bryony Goodsell, the girl who died in 2009, was a student. But Cunningham gives the same talk to schools across the region. What I'd like to know is whether you guys know anything about crocodiles. Crocodiles are very dangerous, so you might want to stay away from the water's edge when your when your parents tell you to to be safe.、Um, they're dangerous, and they eat people. They do, and that is why I'm here today. Cunningham's talk offers practical safety messages. For instance, crocodiles can hold their breath up to an hour, which means that just because you don't see a crocodile lurking at the water's surface doesn't mean there aren't any there. And she warns that crocodiles can turn up just about any place there's water. Crocodiles move around using rivers like we use highways. So crocodiles can live in creeks. Crocodiles live where else? Name one place. 
Some can live in people's backyards. Sometimes they live in people's backyards, especially in the wet season. Cunningham's talk is also meant to instill respect for crocodiles. She explains that the animals are protected by law. It's illegal to tease a crocodile. It's true. It's illegal to feed a crocodile. It's illegal to catch a crocodile and kill it. And yet, not all saltwater crocodiles are protected. In fact, the government reserves the right to kill crocodiles it deems a menace. That's the job of wildlife ranger Tommy Nichols. Throughout Darwin's harbor, he and his team have set up a couple dozen crocodile traps and baited them with large chunks of wild boar. He approaches one of the traps on his boat. Yes, there is a small croc in there. The trapped crocodile is about six feet long. Nichols and his team remove the animal from the trap, zip tie and tape its mouth shut, and prepare to haul it off to a local croc farm where the animals are killed for their meat and skin. This crocodile may not have threatened anyone, but Nichols explains that the government policy is to remove all crocodiles from Darwin's residential areas and its harbor. Everything in these areas we take out, no tolerance. All the crocodiles go because of the recreational use, the amount of people that come down here and utilize this area. So it's a stop interaction between the public and crocodiles. Now, no one wants to stop all human interactions with crocodiles. The animals are a huge draw for tourists in the Northern Territory. Visitors pay to go on crocodile river cruises and tour crocodile parks. The economy here actually benefits from having a healthy crocodile population. And for that to continue, says zoologist Graham Webb, the public needs to feel safe. The worst thing that can happen for crocodile conservation is more attacks. If you think you're just going to have crocodiles out there eating people and everyone's going to put up with it, well, I've got news for you, they're not going to do it. And so the government's program to protect people from saltwater crocodiles, Webb says it's really an effort to protect crocodiles from people to ensure that public opinion doesn't turn against crocodiles again. By reducing the likelihood of an attack and by teaching kids who will one day be voting adults to appreciate these animals, the government hopes to guarantee a future for these valuable yet deadly creatures. For Nova and the World, I'm Ari Daniel Shapiro, Darwin, Australia.